We're your hosts, Dana and Kara, and this is From the Mouths of Babes. Hey, babes. Welcome back. Happy New Year. Um, Today, Dana and I are going to talk about books, baby. Let's talk about reading. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) New Year, new books. This has been a trend, I feel like, all over social media where people give a review of all the books they read. And um, I think that would be fun because Kara and I are avid book readers slash audiobook listeners yeah <laughs> mostly that I've, mostly that um I, yeah I realize that listening to books really keeps my executive function functioning I can multitask better like I can do things better if I have a book in my ear so I I can't remember I should have wrote, written down exactly how many I read but I think I read like 128 or listened to 128 books last year I hard copy read like four of them at least. I wow. think. Yeah. Pretty good. So I hard hard copy read the first three um A Court of Thorn and Roses books. And then I was like desperate to read it on audio or listen to it because I was like, I need to get through this faster. <laughs> I need to know the next day. So I, yeah, I read them when I was recovering from my surgery. So it was, you know, like downtime, but also I was like, no, I need to, I need to finish this series. So I finished that series in like two or three weeks, I think, which there's, there's some thick books. Yeah. I have not read that series. It's spicy and it's fantasy. And I'm like pretty new into fantasy reading. Um, so it's spicy, like, um, Colleen Hoover spicy. Mm. So I would say, I don't know if I would put them like on my like top 10 books. If I was more into fantasy, I probably would. Um, but I don't know. It just, the story moves like pretty slowly and the spicy scenes, are a little bit superfluous you know (laughs) one of the books I think it's the third one I can't remember is from like the sister's point of view and she's just real angsty and angry and she like the whole book is sex (laughs) I just was like seriously like there's no I get it like it feeds the story to a certain extent but like we could have gotten that in like one chapter not 38 of it so that's my review of that like if you're really into fairies and who oh my gosh somebody said it was so funny. It's like, oh, are those books like borderline, like pornographic? <laughs> like her friend. And the other friend was like, um, they're fairies, so it doesn't count. They're not humans. <laughs> <laughs> they're fairies, so it doesn't count. Yeah. Amazing. It's fairy sex. It doesn't mean it doesn't doesn't count. Like, thought that was the funniest response. But so there's that. That's like the one of the top big like reads and like the mom book clubs I feel like so if you're like borderline on it just know it's really spicy and so if you skip spicy parts you're gonna be skipping a lot (laughs) but if you don't skip spicy parts then we can you get some imaginative uh things in your (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. With that said, let's yeah. give our, our, our faves, man, this was tricky. I was going through all of the books I read and this was a tough one. Um, but I feel like I have them like broken into different like sections. So, um, memoirs, as far as memoirs go, I feel like there's been several that have come out this year and well, not even just this year, but two that I read that I highly recommend and loved. One was Paris Hilton's memoir. Fascinating. Oh, I haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah. That one's really good. Um, I think my view of Paris Hilton has always been like the simple life of, you know, low ride jeans or butt crack always hanging out and just not very intelligent. Yeah. Right. Um, but then when you hear about her backstory, it's, I'm like impressed with what she has made out of herself and her life, considering her adolescence and what she went, went through. But, um, to give you a little teaser, essentially, um, her parents had an organization come and abduct her in the middle of the night and send her to this like youth camp in Utah, Mm -hmm. um, for like troubled teens. And she tried to escape several times from different places. Um, and there was a lot of abuse going on in those places. And so that that's a big portion of, of her memoir is talking about that. And I just thought it was fascinating. And then another really good one that I just finished is Will Smith's memoir. So I recommend, (laughs) I recommend, um, listening to the audiobook because it's hilarious. I had so many laugh out loud moments and his pretty much covers like from his early childhood up until his separation with Jada Pinkett Smith. It does not cover the infamous slap with Chris Rock. So I was a little bummed about that. Um, but it's hilarious. It goes through, um, and has like clips throughout the book of his rapping career and will music or it will have bits from him being on the fresh prince and i just thought it was well written he had a lot of really beautiful things to say um and i think overall you kind of see him as this person who all his life was trying to earn people's love and admiration and affection Mm-hmm. And at the end of the book, you know, he goes to this like place and he is trying, he's, he's participating in like a, oh, sorry, I'm like forgetting what it's called. I think it was like ashwagandha or something like it was okay. like yeah. some, um, therapeutic treatment for, um, trauma and, essentially they give him like this drug and it kind of makes, it's like a hallucinogen, but he talks about um, this point where he all of a sudden is in this like dreamlike state. And this woman shows up and he later like refers to her as mother and he keeps asking her questions. And he just keeps saying like, you know, where am I? This place is so beautiful. And her responses are, this is you silly. And I thought that was just like such a beautiful idea that like the most beautiful place 
is ourselves. And that if we could understand like our own beauty and our own worth and how loved we are, um, then I think that would, that would transform all of our views of our, ourselves. And I thought that it was just a beautiful idea that, that he, he shared. So majorly recommend the Will Smith memoir. That's so interesting. Did you read, um, Jada Pinkett's? No, but as a result of listening to his, now I definitely want to go and listen to hers because I've heard that she like, she's crazy. Like all the reviews I've heard of Jada Pinkett Smith's is like, she's just so unhinged and just coming up with crazy stuff about her and Tupac and overall sounded pretty disrespectful of her relationship with Will, but I don't know. Haven't, haven't read yet. That's what's interesting though, is that like he references her relationship with Tupac and how he always felt a little insecure and like less than, but that both of them were so committed to their marriage and to family. I mean, that's a big part of their life. The fact that he still has a relationship with his first son's wife, like they do holidays together. It's fascinating. And, you know, just this mutual love and respect, but I'm like, what this does not seem like it's reciprocated from her and um and especially with the slap stuff knowing that they were have been separated for so long I'm just his reaction to all of that and him saying like keep my wife's name when it doesn't sound like that's how they view their relationship even though yeah they've been married it's it's very interesting and I think because of how much insight I got from Will Smith's memoir. I think I would go and listen to Jada Pinkett's just to hear her side of things. Yeah. Well, all right. Out of the mouth of babes. There you go. There you go. <laughs> okay. Then I would say for like nonfiction, the one that I really loved this year that I felt like was really great for me was it's called the ruthless elimination of hurry. It has like a religious um, tone to it. It's a pastor. It's actually here from like the Portland area. And he talks about how, you know, he was the pastor of this big like mega church and was just like going from one thing to the next and how he was unfulfilled in his life. And so when he started to slow down, um, how that impacted his relationships, how it um, impacted his relationship with Jesus. And he kind of goes through and t- talks about like Jesus's life and how he was never hurried. He was very intentional with his time. Um, but I really loved that book a lot. I thought it was really great. Hmm. I don't get into nonfiction super often or like self self-help like books very often. I yeah. I like easy listening. I know the bulk, the bulk of our reviews today will definitely be in the thriller, suspense, genre, and romance. I think those are the two that Kara and I like to read. Yeah. But before we do move on to that, I think another one that was good as far as nonfiction, but has the feel of fiction is a book called Maybe You Should Talk to Someone. It's um, from the perspective of a therapist who she ends up going to therapy because she um, gets out of a relationship and is heartbroken. And so as she's going through therapy, she shares her experiences, but then she also as a therapist shares the experiences of her 
um, clients. And again, like a really great read that I think shows humanity at its, at its finest. So that's another one I recommend. Hmm. All right. What are some of your top thrillers and romance, Kara? Um, well, I wouldn't call these thrillers, uh, but they were a little mysteries, I guess. Um, I put them together because they're very similar. The Maid uh, by Nita Prose. And I actually just read, there's a second one that's newer as well. I wouldn't say it's quite as good as the first one. And Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine by Gail Honeyman. Mm. Um, both have to have female leads and they're both most likely on the spectrum they never fully say that but they just kind of refer to how they socially don't always know what's going on they can't read cues they their brain they're extremely intelligent you know but their brains work differently um but they both the the maid is a total like whodunit um and eleanor oliphant is more of a, like a psychological a psychological social um twists and turns and I just yeah I just really liked them I read them back to back and so that was kind of fun to compare those two quirky characters oh, um, and yeah I just I like hearing these like different perspectives and light and easy reads but also quirky fun characters that make you think about how you interact with people and how you interact with people that are neurodivergent as well. But yep, like those. I've heard about the maid and I've heard, um, yeah, that that's a good one. So that's been on my list of one to read. Um, I'll tell you one of my favorite romances uh, was one I actually had to read. Um, <laughs> let me find it real quick. Um, it was called Edenbrook and <laughs> it's super duper clean. It's um, like um, a clean version of, oh, what's that movie on Netflix? That's super raunchy uh, or TV show. Bridgerton. It's like a clean Bridgerton. I know. Interesting. And the characters are so well written. It's so funny. And you just die. You just, it's really, really good. I'm trying to find the. Julianne Donaldson. That sounds right. Yeah. I see that. Looks like there's a series. Yeah. So um, I think. I think you could you read Edenbrook first for sure. But yeah, there's like the side plot characters, like these brothers and stuff. They each have like books from their point of view um, and slightly different times in the, the timeline of like when they meet these women and how they become who they are. And um, anyways, I just thought it was so cute. <laughs> it was funny. I feel like a lot of romance just they yeah like it they're getting raunchier than they need to be 
and, yeah. and that's fine you know like but I like a light I like a light romance too and I my I read of I read a ton of Colleen Hoover yeah um but I got to November 9 November 9 November 9 yeah November 9 um and that's my favorite book of hers so far and yeah, it's I agree crazy clean compared to her newer stuff and the story is so cute and you're just rooting for them and like watching the characters develop is just cute you know and kindles your heart so if you're like scared to read Colleen Hoover that's fair but if you read November 9 you'll really like it (laughs) yes I that was on my list as well I really loved that so I love that it's this love story where they continue to meet on the same date every year. Yeah. For seven years or more than that. I can't remember. Yeah. But then other than that one date, they don't have any they contact. Don't have any contact. Yeah. They don't follow each other on social media, nothing. Um, yeah. And they've essentially said like, okay, in seven or 10 years or whatever it is, if then we'll meet again, then maybe we can get this to work because the mate, the female protagonist is like I'm too young I like promised my mom that I wouldn't get married until I was 30 or something like yeah. that like 18 or 19 and I have to go to college I like I have to do all these things I can't let a relationship define me but yeah it's just really cute how they they always have this other person in the back of their mind but the other one kind of motivates them to like make certain choices and to be to be in a place where they can be present for that other person on that day on November 9th. And anyways, I just really liked it. It's really cute. I love that. Don't one. spoil anything. But no. uh, another romance one that I read recently that I really loved is called the dead romantics. Mm-hmm. And this is by Ashley Poston. And so the main character is a ghostwriter for one of the most like prolific romance authors in the industry in the book. Mm-hmm. And she also can see ghosts in real life. And so it's like this combination of this like ghost story mystery with a cute like romantic comedy. So mm-hmm. I really, really loved that one. And how romance is most certainly not dead. Oh, that's cute. Another one that kind of slightly similar, my one of my new little favorite like romancy authors is, is it Aaron Hildebrand? Yeah. Hildebrand. She writes most of her books based on like um Nantucket, like that kind of area. Yeah. And so the hotel Nantucket is kind of kind of like a love story like there's love stories and going on throughout it and then it's like trying to get this hotel to succeed but it's haunted and so you see the perspective of the ghost that has been haunting since like 1905 or whatever and I just thought that one was really fun too just a little bit quirky and then my this one I wouldn't it's not by any means a romance book well actually no it is just kidding there's romance there um the five star weekend by mm-hmm. Aaron Hildebrand I really like that it's like a girlfriend girlfriend love story <laughs> like how important friendships are and there's twists and turns in there 
um, but healing after the the death of a spouse um, with girlfriends, you know, I thought. Yeah. Well, and I think the reason I liked that book a lot too, is that it, she is able to like, look at her life and see the different women in her life throughout her life at different stages and seasons who are there to support her. And they, they come all together. And I thought like, mm-hmm. oh, what a beautiful thing to be able to have all of these women throughout your life who have known you at different times come together. And yeah, I, I, I thought that was such a unique premise yeah. as well. I was talking to my friend, Mikkel, who we've had on the podcast, um, but she came over and, and she's, she's like, you know what? You're just one of my soulmates. I was like, shut up. You're one of my soulmates. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, I have like four soulmates outside of like my family, you know, my husband and my sisters. I have my high school best friend. I have Mikkel, who was my college roommate, best friend who, and then I have like my friend in Texas who supported me through really hard things. And then I had like my neighbor in American Fork. I'm like, that's my four stars right there. And they're just like, I keep very few people in my life long-term, you know, and I have a lot of great girlfriends from high school actually that I keep in touch with. Um, but there's just like those four, I'm like, oh my gosh, I think our souls, like we're in the same tapestry that we just kind of got like picked off and scattered. Like Marina got in the Russian line. She got real lost. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. They grabbed her and brought her back. Uh, but yeah, so I just, I related to that a lot and it was fun to have like a friend bring it up and just think it is, I think that it's important to always have like a person no matter what stage you're in. So you don't get lost. Yeah, for sure. All right. Let's talk about, oh wait, one more that I have to write, uh, talk about. Cause I really liked it is Nora goes off script. The backstory of this one is that she's like, she's a writer and her book gets picked up to create a screenplay and they want to come and film the movie at her house. Um, and the actor that plays like her ex-husband in the story, cause she's telling like essentially her story and mm-hmm. her, her marriage and she's re- recently divorced. Um, he is this like movie star and he, all of a sudden after they wrap filming, um, she finds him on her porch and he says, I'll pay you a thousand dollars a day if you'll just like, let me stay here. Um, and so that's where it starts. And I, you'll have to read it to find out what happens, but it's, it's a good one. I liked that one. I have one more romance that has a twist. The seven year slip by Ashley Poston. Oh yeah. She's the, I have that on my list to read, but she's the same author of the dead romantics. Okay. That, that makes sense. Yeah. It's uh, this girl inherits her grandma's house and it is magic or the apartment is magic. And uh, she goes back in time exactly seven years from like that date and has contact with this guy and her, her grandmother had like the same experience. So the house resets like seven years, seven years, and they never know when it's going to do it. Uh, but they both like fall in love with people and, and it's how they cope with that, like love of like the person, like, how can we've never run into each other? Where are you? You know? and their circumstances. And would you have believed me if I told you that 
I knew you seven years in the future or seven years in the past or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's quirky. I really liked it. Oh, yeah, that's on my list, but it sounds like kind of like a, almost like a time travelers. Yeah. Yeah, it is, but it's, yeah, yeah. It's really interesting and how they shape each other's lives and their choices, but they're still also kind of waiting for each other because she doesn't want to tell him because, you know, yeah, it's really, it's funny. I liked it. Okay. Speaking of like life choices. Okay. This other one that I read for my book club here, it's called the measure. And essentially the whole world wakes up one morning and everyone has a box with their name on it. And inside the box is a string that essentially shows like how long your life will be. And it is a fascinating, it's fictional, obviously, but just a fascinating um, idea of like, would you want to know how long your life is? Um, This like kind of battle between like long stringers and short stringers and how there ends up being a lot of like tension um, and a lot of issues as far as like discrimination between the short stringers and the, and the long stringers um, and just like how you measure, you know, the success of your life. Um, but that was a, another really great read and very thought provoking. And so if you are in a book club and you need a good book to have a really great book club discussion, the measure is an excellent pick we move on to like thrillers and scary stuff yeah 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 okay all right I have way too many on my list for this one I know I'll try to just pick my favorites I'm just like looking I'm like the silent patient by Alex Michaelades my Michelle classic good one super twisty and I read another book that that the main like doctor therapist character intertwines into another one i can't remember which other book it is i should yeah i think it's the author it's just the author's same it's another book by that author and i read that this year yeah, let, let yeah me i can't remember it. what it was in my phone's not loading but yeah that was like interesting to read this other book and then be like wait wait this is that's that character that's that book like <laughs> i wasn't totally. expecting it um but yeah it's a psychological thriller slash whodunit thing about a woman who supposedly kills her husband but she and she goes into a mental hospital she's found guilty and she doesn't speak and about the therapist who's trying to cure her help her um but there are twists and there are turns yes and then the next book is called the maidens oh okay yes yeah and i read that one this year also and it does have a surprising ending where um, there is a connection to the silent patient. Yeah. Um, which I did like the maidens, but I like the silent patient more. Um, for sure. Okay. One of mine is called None of This is True. And I highly recommend you listen to this, the audiobook, because it is really cool. The production side of it is, <clears throat> so there's a, a podcast. This is another like psychological thriller um, where this popular podcaster, her name is Alex, crosses paths with a, a woman 
and they're both, it turns out they're both celebrating their 45th birthday, their birthday twins. And so a few days later, Alex and Josie bump into each other and Josie's been listening to Alex's podcast and thinks she might be an interesting subject for her series. And so Josie comes and starts sharing her life. Um, and so it, it kind of goes back and forth between, um, sharing like the podcast episodes that, that were done in the past, um, with like current day events and then the past, but it's this crazy psychological thriller. Um, and by the end of it, Alex has become like the subject of her own true crime podcast. So it's, it's intense and it's crazy. And it was a really good book. I loved that one. I have had this on hold for, since you recommended it. Yeah. I get it in a few weeks, I think. I've been waiting. That's so good. Bated breath, I think. Okay. Another one I just finished like two days ago, which I thought was really good. And I sent it to Kara is called on a quiet street and which I read and I can't remember. Can't yeah. Remember the yeah. Plot, but if you say it, I'll probably remember what it's about. So it's like this neighborhood and there's three different women who live on this street. Cora thinks her husband is cheating on her and she's like trying to catch him in the act. And so she, um, ask for help from her friend Paige to see if Paige can catch her husband Finn in the act. But Paige recently lost her son in a hit and run accident. Um, and then there's another neighbor, Georgia, who everyone thinks that she is like a recluse. She never leaves her house. And so it goes through these three different women's lives and another kind of thriller where there's lots of secrets hidden within this neighborhood. Um, and there's a really interesting connection between all, all of these women. And so that's another really good thriller. I'm trying to like, remember all the plot lines of books. <laughs> it's not, um, family remains by Lisa Jewell was one of my favorites. Yeah, I hearted. I read that one too. Yeah, finding a missing sibling, or you know, and trying to you know put all the pieces back together from the past. You know, um, another one. Okay, this one was dark. So, and I don't usually partake in like really violent things, you know, like I stopped listening to a lot of like true crime podcasts and stuff because they were starting to get a little more explicit, but it's called pretty girls. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is about a sis- sisters who there's three sisters. One of them is disappears years and years ago. And then the other sisters become estranged. Um, and then it's them and then their dad dies and there's just like all these weird things and they're trying to figure out who's it by it's by karen slaughter who um so they're trying to figure out the truth um and they've always had a lot of questions 
And oh, guys, it just keeps going and going and going. So it was so well written and just enough twists and turns and crazy. But it talks about so multiple girls go missing and it talks about their the abuse in their murders pretty explicitly and says there's like photograph of, of evidence and stuff that they find so it's not for everyone for sure and I, I was like couldn't put it down because I just had to know but that was one of the most thrilling but it is scary you know really scary um kind of along that same lines jar of hearts that um, was a really good one another one that's like pretty dark um so for some people that might be like too much but there's you know three best friends one who was murdered one who went to prison and one who's been searching for the truth all these years and um so it, it kind of goes through oh well so new bodies um start coming up that were killed in the exact same way that the friend was killed all those years ago and so they're trying to figure out that that connection and i remember the ending of this being so shocking wait which book is this jar of hearts oh jar of hearts oh yeah yeah by jennifer hill hillier yeah i Um, i know i read it but that was like a couple years ago i'll reread it yeah this one was epic mind-blowing the final twist was very unexpected and shocking and I remember liking it a lot, but it did have more explicit um, commentary on, you know, murder and abuse and things like that. Yeah. Okay. So one mystery series that I adore, but it's crazy clean. It's light listening. Like you could multitask like crazy. It's the, um, Blank are blank nights or oh my gosh, I don't even know how to tell. There's a whole series but it's by Libby Klein. Um, so I think this the newest one is called Mischief Nights Are Murder, but it starts with um high school reunions are murder. And the protagonist is this chubby little lady who owns the air opens an Airbnb and she is just really quirky and funny. And she, it's, there's a love triangle between guys from her past, a guy from her past and a new Italian hunk. And, but the thing is that anywhere she goes or any like event that happens around her, someone is murdered and she's always the one to find the body. And so the police department is like, you are cursed. So it's all about like, you've got to be cursed. And that is like bad luck. Yeah. But it's entire lifetimes without seeing a dead body and you've yeah everywhere you go. That's crazy. Yeah. So they're just really cute and and clean, like super fast paced. And I just, yeah, like I said, I really like to listen to them while I'm folding laundry and doing dishes because they're just, and I listen to them on like double time and don't really like you can't, if you miss something, it's not like ever crucial really. Yeah. So I really like that one. Um, another thriller that, um, is really clean is called the wife upstairs. Oh, yeah. Um, this one was really good by Frida, uh, McFadden. 
Mm-hmm. Um, He's a great author. Pretty much anything I've read by her, I really like. Yeah. Um, but the premise of, of this is about a, a woman named Victoria. She has a great career, a handsome and loving husband, a beautiful home. Life is perfect or so it seems. And then she's in a terrible accident where now Victoria is unable to walk. She can't feed or dress herself. She can't speak. She's confined to the top floor of her, her house. And Sylvia, this woman is hired by Victoria's husband to help care for her. But it turns out Victoria isn't as impaired as Sylvia was led to believe. And there's a story Victoria desperately wants to tell. Um, and so Sylvia actually discovers Victoria's diary hidden away. And so it goes back and forth between you know, Victoria's diary um, and present day where Sylvia is, is taking care of Victoria and it has a shocking twist. Um, if you've read Verity by Colleen Hoover, which that one's a pretty intense read. Um, there were definitely parts in that one where it was very uncomfortable to read it when it talks about like child abuse and things like that. It has a very similar vibe to Verity. Um, but it is much cleaner. Okay. You know what we can have, we have to talk about the Finley Donovan books. I knew I knew you were going to bring it up. <laughs> okay. The Finley Donovan book What's the first one. Finley, Finley Donovan is killing it. It is the first one. Finley Donovan knocks him dead is the second. And Finley Donovan jumps the gun is the third. They are so funny. The first one is probably my favorite because that's the concept. So the concept is this um, <laughs> writer. Um, she writes like mysteries and and things like that. Um, and she her agent is like, you need a book. She's going through like a divorce and it's really nasty and she needs money. So she has to finish this book. And then someone hears her at a restaurant talking about the plot of her new novel with her agent and she's mistaken for a contract killer. And so she starts getting hit up to murder people and they end up dead. And she's like, I didn't even do it to like pay her. She's like, no, I didn't do it. Uh, Like this guy ends up dead in her van and she's like, I, I'm not the one, Um, but it's super convoluted and just so silly all the little side characters are really funny too and it's just like how does a soccer mom a minivan mom <laughs> like wrapped up in contract killing but it's yeah it's, it's so good. over the top and delicious delicious it's so <laughs> over the top and ridiculous um yeah. but it is a really great series although i don't know if i have read the jumps the gun yet seriously to it i don't know you should um number one's clearly the best but just and it's clean as well but there's some angst there some sexual tensions so <laughs> i just i i so the fantasy ones and like the colleen hoover ones are the really spicy ones right now i would say out there but and i like them but i also just i like a light a lighter listen as well my probably my favorite fantasy one that I've read is Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaros. It's a dragon. It's a dragon one. <laughs> and I'm in the middle of the second one right now. And I listen on double speed. So it's like going very fast. 
So, um, but yeah, I read, okay. I, if someone that's listening has read the Light Lark and Nightbane series by Alex Astor, I need to talk to someone about it because I did not get the ending of Nightbane. Okay. It ended and I was like, what? What just happened? And I was like, I need to find a forum because this did not make any sense. And so I just need someone to tell me what happened because I didn't get it. And I just immediately returned it. I'm like, I'm not going to reread that last chapter because I'm done. <laughs> so another magic one. And and I just, I did not, I mean, I was like into it, but then also it just like ended. I was like, who is alive? Who is dead? Whose country is still standing? I don't know what's happening. So anyways, help me out. There we go. Oh. And if there are other books that you've read this year that you loved, we would love for you to share them with us because we are always in need of good book recommendations. Yeah. I, I'm getting into a lot of like youth, like YA ones too, that I've just kind of just like a little light. The characters are are funny and, you know, you just sometimes get into you like a little lighter listen every once in a while. So, but if it's like, this is heavy, but so good. Oh, send it over. Also, I'm going to tell you, Dana, I'm a little bit offended that several of those books that you have suggested, I have not read. And you also did not send me a screenshot of. So. Ugh, well, now you need to tell me which ones they were. Like all of them. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Well, I'll send you my list. Yeah. After this. Yeah. You stopped sending me screenshots. So well, this was good for both of us because this was like our own little book club. Because, yeah, we usually send each other screenshots back and forth like this one <laughs> i know but that's the extent of what we say those this was awesome this yeah was really good yeah you have to read this yeah so i mean that's probably how you felt about i don't like to spoil things for people and also i can't always remember the plot lines <laughs> totally <laughs> so- that's my problem with all of these i feel like i had to go back and like reread especially yeah. with like the thrillers and the romance i feel like they all follow a pretty similar yeah um, yeah. If you can get me with the twist at the end, you're that's a good book because I'm the person in like a movie theater and with a book that I'm like, ah, crap. I already know the ending. That's true. He did it. Okay. Like, then I have to share one and you just are going to have to go look it up yourself. But the girl in the mirror, the most shocking ending twist. I still sometimes have to go back and think because I'm like, what just happened? Did, did I understand this correctly? So good. All right, we're running out of time. Let's wrap okay. this puppy up by giving reviews of our children. <laughs> oh man, Stevie started climbing out of her crib. And so we put multiple sleep sacks on her. We did all the things to try to contain her. Luke was like, maybe we just need to like staple her leg seats, like sleep sacks, staple them together or like tie her legs together so she can anyways we ended up getting the crib tent so now she is tented in and cannot escape i mean like you're one over your pack and play she like just like slides down in between yes that's why we couldn't use that one because this one is like tied to the crib so she cannot that's so can't reach the tides but um i was putting stevie to bed recently and she will ask for different songs that she wants me to sing 
And she kept asking for Jesus wants me for a sunbeam. So I probably sang that to her probably like three times. And I said, okay, last time. And then she says, I want bad guy. Referencing bad guy by Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. <laughs> and all I know from that song is one phrase. So I sang her, I'm a bad guy. Yeah. Do, 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 and then she kept asking for it again and again so that's my funny story probably that came out of my mouth instead of my kids <laughs> that's funny okay so we went on a disney cruise for christmas and yeah we also like went to disney world and for a couple days beforehand but we went to a disney hotel and my daughter charlotte sits down on the couch and she says oh this couch squishes me in all the right places <laughs> i guess that was really it was not it was like a plastic couch so like <laughs> vinyl hey, that's like important. I, that's what i think about when i go couch shopping is if it's squishing me in all the right places it's gotta it, be fluffy it wasn't fluffy though so i don't really know what she was talking she must have been comfortable though but i was like this is <laughs> this is not cool <laughs> So that happened. Well, happy new year, babes. Happy reading. Keep us posted throughout the year on all the good books that you're reading. Yeah. Send seriously. We're, I'm always looking for new ones. Yeah. Just send us a DM on the Instagram with the book and we'll just know. Yeah. We'll just know. And I'll trust you. Okay, babes. Have a, have a blessed day. Um, you know, Remember to like, subscribe, share, you know, all those things. But we have a we have some good stuff lined up. So we'll hope to uh, talk to you in a couple weeks. Bye, babes. Bye.